first. Well, we already did get our first Tuesday. win, basically. Tuesday. Yes, we did. We got, uh, I think we got two. I know. We were a little bit, I you know, like not in alignment, but I think that we got two dubs on I this. I kind of like it. I really do like it. Welcome, everybody, to the Inner Miami Podcast. I am Jay. This and Greek I am man next Alex. To me. Yes, that is Alex. Woo! On there a Tuesday. Go. On a Tuesday, making this work. We do have some travel coming up, so we are trying to... Make sure we take care of everything we need. We do have jobs. We do actually have real life responsibilities. We're just trying to continue to bring you guys the news that uh, everyone keeps asking for. Yeah, no, absolutely right. I'm actually taking off to Austin, Texas myself tomorrow for a little bit of a vacation down to the uh, southern state of Texas over there. Excited to get some barbecue, see some buddies, uh, checking out ACL, which should be a blast. And, you know, ultimately, I hope that I come back in one piece. We do too, man. We do too. Well, that goes for a few of you out Probably there. Probably going to be a little delayed coming back on your, <laughs> your brain there for sure. You know, if you don't see me till 11 a.m., you know, uh, it's all right. Don't call anybody. But okay. um, We'll make it work. But uh, big shout out to, uh, to the fans again. Uh, feedback's been great. You know, we really appreciate if you, you haven't, uh, you know, followed us on social media, Inner Miami Podcast. We're on IG. Do so. We're, we're on Facebook. Do so. Uh, you can email us at jandalex at innermiamipodcast.com or innermiamipodcast at gmail.com. I like the at innermiamipodcast.com. Hey, we'll more. take your pick. You got well, options. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, but we did grow even more. So we're just continuing this thing. It's really cool. We are now in Germany, we are now in Finland. In addition to Australia and the United Kingdom, so uh, really starting to, to to get some some fans from uh, outside the states, which is really cool to see. And uh, you know we're excited. We're gonna keep bringing it to you because you guys keep uh, keep liking it and keep wanting more. Yeah. Um, and you know um, the only unfortunate news I think we have here to bring you this uh, afternoon is that uh, Three Kings Home Brewery did not re up our stock. Um, they said that they are coming out with a new brew here for the Oktoberfest season. Excited to have it here this uh, next weekend. But, you know, with that being in mind, you know, we might have an open room for a sponsor out there. Yeah, we do. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll still shout out Three Kings because we love them. They're, they're, they're good friends of ours. Yes, they are. But, uh, you know, yeah, I guess we are. We are doing some vacancies in the, uh, the advertising uh, scheme of things. But, uh, you know, we're... we're both really happy. Uh, if you've been following us, you know that the this episode and the two others following it are going to be more about bringing information, uh, not so much about the you know team or player rumors or stuff like that, but more for the community, for the inter-community down here. We will be, uh, over the next three episodes, speaking to the different supporters groups. Uh, we are very, very excited for this. Yeah. Couldn't be any more stoked about it. Um, we have three different groups on, especially today. We'll have Max Ramos from uh, the Siege support group. Pretty stoked to have him on on the pod here with us. That's coming up in a few minutes. But in the meantime, just wanted to kind of bring you guys and girls up to speed on what's going on in the um, you know world of soccer here. Um, we have stadium updates, we have coin flips, we have MLS playoffs going off here. So, you know, I'm sure most of you uh, people saw the new stadium update about the new parking lot. Um, gotta have parking. You know, gotta if you can't have, have parking. parking, you ain't going. And we got bathrooms. Those are the two most important things. When you are tailgating yes. a sporting event yes. is going to be the actual parking lot where you're going to be doing the drinking. And then the bathroom where you're going to be uh, expelling that drinking, hopefully one way, but, you know. 
You could go two ways, depending on, uh, <laughs> you know, Jay, I got to say, there's only one question that comes to mind, and that is, what's more important, the parking lot or the bathroom? Parking lot. Parking lot. Wow. Because the world is my bathroom. God, you're dirty. God, you're a dirty human being. But uh, anyway, so that's about it on the stadium front. Um, keep you guys posted next week. Uh, if any new updates do come out, you know, uh, maybe then they'll have some fences up there, you know, to support all these bathrooms and, you know, parking lots, even though they do have a few of those out there blocking us from using either of those. Facilities. Yeah, well, there's no plumbing, so you don't want to just go in there and just saw one off on the pavement and piss them off before we get in there, you know? <laughs> it's going to be impressive to see everything go up. Obviously, we do need to get this thing rolling. Kickoff is going to be early March, so... They've got March their madness. Work. They've got their work cut out for them. They really do. They do. But you know, we've been kind of kicking some ass in the construction front down here in South Florida. So I think we got it. Yeah, we are. We specialize in throwing up a, a you know seventy floor skyscraper in about two months. It's, it's insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little unrealistic, but it does happen fast. Ah, that's all right. That's all right. Well, you know, this brings me great joy to bring you the one more time. We got the coin flip, baby. It actually wasn't heads or tails. You didn't even have to decide heads I or know, tails. I know. I know. I saw it afterwards. They broke it a little bit new school. I'm more of a heads and tails guy just because I know it's tails never fails. I would like to see rock, paper, scissors get thrown down between Jorge and, I uh, and Nashville. I actually saw something on YouTube the other day that was the world championship of rock, paper, scissors. I and told you it's out there. You told me that because yeah. I couldn't you know recall what it was, but I quickly shifted. Literally last episode, we talked about this in the tactics. Uh, I knew I couldn't find I knew I knew it was someone here close, uh. but... But, no, but I actually switched off to the World Tag Championship. So Are if you, you haven't me? seen Tag on a grand world stage. You gotta be kidding me. No, I know what you're doing on a Saturday I've seen night. Cornhole Championships, but Tag Championships? Tag. Epic. Epic. So with the coin flip, we have some exciting updates. We do. Inter Miami won the coin flip. I'll tell you what, I was uh, <laughs> at Red Zone on one TV. I had, I had the, uh, the MLSsoccer.com stream. On another, and uh, was watching uh, with great, great satisfaction. Yeah, uh, they lowered the coin, and it was the crest of Inter Miami, which means we won that. We won, and we had our pick. Now this is interesting because I, I felt like going back to the last episode that what the strategy would be that we would come in here. I think the most coveted was going to be the number one pick in the expansion draft. I think that was mm-hmm. kind of the best way to go. The next pick kind of surprised me. I thought Nashville would definitely go with the Super Draft and try and secure one of these top collegiate players. However, what happened? they went with the number one position in the allocation ranking order, which allowed us to also take the number one pick in the Super Draft. So we've got the number one pick in the Expansion Draft, number one pick in the Super Draft, Woo. and then they're going to have the, the, the number one allocation ranking order and the, um, the re-entry into your waiver order, and then we are taking uh, the Discovery Player ranking. Uh, just because we won the pick, the, the, the coin flip, rather, we're going to have uh, three uh, first-round picks out of those five. It will be interesting to see, though, as the, uh, the MLS Cup uh, plays out, and once it's finished, once they do release that allocation ranking order, what players are on there, because there have been some pretty stout players on there in the past, so that was kind of interesting, but I'm honestly, where we're heading, 
I like taking both number one picks in the expansion and super draft. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could, I couldn't agree anymore. Um, I'm, I'm more or less looking forward to that super draft. I know the expansion draft offers a little bit different flavor, but you know, I think uh, the, the, the super draft there will definitely go a long ways with our team that we have here. But you know, that being said, comes down to who we pick. You know, you can be picking first, or you can be picking twentieth, you can be picking eighty-six. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah. So the thing with the expansion draft is going to be that. You know, obviously these teams are going to secure their 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 players, the ones that you can't pick from. You know, we've already discussed this. The players that have taken from you know the five yeah, teams the that list have taken you don't from want to be from on it, or you do Cincinnati. want to be on. Yeah, so pretty crummy. But at the same time, so they're going to protect you know their their their, their twelve players. But you know, I mean, you assume that they're going to protect like their more senior and stud players. Right? Listen, what I liked what you said last week on the pod was the goalkeeper scenario where you That's might not have bad, a solid but, backup. But also, what I was thinking is that these teams do have their own kind of you know academies and these younger players they're grooming and mentoring, and we already know kind of what our mo has been already this season is secure some of these really young stud talents. Mm-hmm. So I want to be surprised, honestly, if they. Don't go after someone who might be, you know, on the falling outside those 12 players that might be more senior experience. They might target someone who's an up and coming stud out of these different, mm. you know, teams. Interesting thought. Because I really think that the DP strategy is going to be try and get Cavani, try and get David Silva, and you're going to have those senior players. So they're going to go with the young and the old. So I'm actually was very happy about that, obviously. And then the super draft is going to be someone right out of college. Yeah, I mean, it's exciting times. Um, and I mean, yeah. one other thing, too, is that, you know, we talk about pick management, too, along the lines of selecting the players. You know, right now we have an asset. We have a couple assets yep. just fell into, you know, our pocket here. Obviously, the circumstances being what they were, but, you know, two assets nonetheless. And we can also flip those picks. Yeah, we can. I mean, pretty much everything that we were able to select, that we were, you know, the five different options, they're, they're definitely tradable. Um, but I'll tell you what, the good news, you know, we mentioned before. So Paul McDonough, our sporting director, right? This is the third expansion team he's been part of. Orlando City and then Atlanta United. Uh, he wants to get strong marquee players with these designated player tags, right? So that's basically kind of where his head is. But you look at the the the, the picks he's made, you know, with Miles Robinson in the number two pick and then, you know, Kyle Lahren in the number one pick. Mm-hmm. I mean... Mm-hmm. He finds stud mm-hmm. talent that, that are young, and you know we're we're not we're not building. I mean, we I would love to win the first year, but probably probably not going to happen. We're building mm-hmm. a team that we can grow and that we can build around. So you get these young stud talents that we're going to have for years. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm on board with it. I mean, people know you know the the, the point that the person that you're drafting or the person that you're hiring in the professional world. It, it's not about where you are today. It, it's it's hiring you for where you're going to be in the next few years. You know, you're, 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 you're seeking for that potential to join the team and, and perform at a, at a very strong level, not now, but moving on, right? Like, you know, for yep. the first couple of years, you know, if they have a little bit of growing pains, but they have that, that core talent, I think we'll be all right. I agree. I agree. Uh, I mean, that's going to be exciting. Look, it's going to get exponential. Stoke. So I thought we made it out. I thought we've made out great. I, I think we did. I, really I, I really did. I, very, very happy with the results. Um, it's going to be exciting times. We're going to finish up the MLS Cup in October. Uh, then, you know, the, the protected players list will be released November 16th. Mm-hmm. And they'll have the draft uh, shortly thereafter. And then we'll get into the Super Draft. I'm sure we're going to have several signings kind of in between, you know, then and now. So 
it's definitely going to heat up. There's going to be a lot of news to cover, and it's going to be interesting to see how all this stuff plays out. I really want to think of like a good name for that list. I know you didn't like what I named it last week, which, to your point, you know, we don't want one of those types of players on our team. But I'm going to get back to you on that. I got homework. <laughs> something to do on this three-hour flight. <laughs> well, um, you know, we're not going to see too many of these lists. I mean, the, the one I'm, I'm really kind of interested about is this allocation ranking order, which will come uh, at the end of the MLS Cup. So, you know, kind of right now we're dealing with getting all that set up. And as we mentioned last episode's, uh, decision day was, was coming upon us. Pretty much everything has been, uh, you know, locked down for the the vast majority uh, of teams out there. However, there was there were still uh, two spots open uh, that were playing on this past Sunday. Uh, we saw Portland Timbers rowdy secure. game. Rowdy I don't game. Know if you guys tuned in, um, that was that was kind of crazy. That's yeah. the type of that's the type of feel I want to have our fans bring to the type of the stadiums each and every home game. And that being said, even the away games, I know it's obviously a little bit more challenging to travel, you know, which is why you know we want to introduce these support groups here because they're definitely at the core of our fan base. But you know, that was the type of environment that I just love to see. Yep, yep. No, some 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 beautiful goals in there. Uh, that was a very fun game. It was one one uh, up until the second half, and um, you know. They were one of the teams in there. If for some reason San Jose beat Mm -hmm. uh, Portland, there was a scenario where, uh, you know, FC Dallas could have been potentially knocked out. But that didn't happen because FC Dallas happened to drop six goals, give a beat down to secure that seventh spot. So, uh, you know, definitely, definitely big news coming. No, I mean, it's going to be uh, just, that, that, just that's the way to do it. That is Damn. the way to do it, I guess, you know. Oh, holy shit. But, but, so we, we've got, you know, the games are going to be starting on October 19th. Uh, pretty interesting to watch. Um, I think we're going to have some fun kind of watching these all together. Uh, but, you know, definitely, definitely follow. You can, you can fill out brackets uh, online on MLS Soccer. Uh, I'm sticking with my pick of LAFC. I'm definitely sticking with my pick on, of Atlanta. Yeah. No question about uh, that. It's going to be good. So, you know, we got Seattle versus Dallas, uh, Real Salt Lake versus Portland Timbers, Minnesota, LA Galaxy. So, LAFC is going to get that first round bye. Uh, and then uh, NYCFC has got a first round bye on the other side. And then you got Toronto, DC United, Philadelphia, New York Red Bulls, and Atlanta and New England, which was interesting because, um, you know, Atlanta just put up 3 1. So, it was, uh, it'll be, uh, Definitely be some fun, especially yeah, as, as we get closer. So I, I believe uh, it'll be finished. The, the final will be the following week. So Definitely an exciting close to, to the year, the regular season there. I mean, hey, playing games are incredible. I mean, win or go home quite legitimately. You know, there is no other option. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 100%. And, and we're excited. Again, This is gonna. these are the teams that we want to be able to compete with, right? You know, I mean, not to disrespect any team that didn't make the playoffs, but – you know, you're not really, no, you're not really, the, you're, not, you're not it right now. No, you're not the standard. Them. We got to, we got to compare, we got to compete. To be the best of the best, you got to compare yourself exactly. to the best of the best. Exactly. You know. Very, sure. very, that is true. That yeah. is true. So, um, I guess let's kind of just get into what we've been waiting for. You know, finally getting into the different supporters groups for the fans. Support so, groups. Yeah. Without, I guess, any further ado, let's go ahead and uh, talk to Max Ramos a little bit, Okay. Really stoked to bring Max 
Ramos here uh, from the Siege Support Group. I'm really stoked to have you on here. Um, this is the first of our three support group shows. Um, as always, you can catch us at Inner Miami Podcast on Instagram or shoot us an email at innermiamipodcast at gmail.com. And, you know, excited to have you aboard here, Max. And, you know, uh, I'll let you take the floor to kind of tell us a little bit about yourself, but couldn't be any happier to have you on the show. Uh, thank you for having me on, guys. Um, yeah, so I am the Siege's Vice President of Operations, and I've been part of the effort to bring an MLS club here pretty much since the get-go. Like, I was at the uh, the the art museum, the Perez Art Museum, excuse me, um, the day that Beckham announced that the team was coming. That was all of back in 2014, uh, so long ago. Uh, and I've been part of the effort before, since before that day and since then. Um, and pretty much uh, uh, the Siege, we've been around officially as the Siege since February. Uh, but the group of us have been part of the effort since day one. Uh, we decided to call ourselves the Siege mm-hmm. uh, because, as you notice in our logo, there are three herons. And when we, re- when we noticed that on the... Inter Miami crest, there are herons. We started doing some research. We actually found out that a group of herons is called a siege. And we're like, well, that's oh, cool. That's yeah, that is. pretty awesome. And we noticed like like well, it's unique as all hell, and we're gonna and we yeah. wanna really stand out. So we were like, Let, let's go with that. So we uh we've been doing we've been going with that ever since. Um uh, and who we are is what we we are Miami. We like to think of ourselves as a representative of what Miami is and not just Miami, but like all of South Florida. Uh, a lot of people think Miami and South Florida in general is very, very maybe monolithically Hispanic, Cuban, mm-hmm. uh, especially. And that's funny because I am Cuban, but, uh, but like the, like South Florida, we are very diverse. We, we have people from all walks of life all nationalities all ethnicities and 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 many different countries in our group and we don't we don't stick to one way of doing things we don't we don't believe in in being one way based off this country or that country's uh soccer culture football culture we we really want to keep it in a very miami sense of things very diverse but we do we we do realize like who we are as a group is we are all most of us are fans of EPL clubs. I'm a Manchester United fan, unfortunately, at this moment in my life. Um, <laughs> Go Chelsea! Uh, uh, yeah, a lot. Of- all right, so you're Manchester United fan. I'm a Chelsea fan. Yes. There we Equally, go. Equally, we're, we're yes. swinging up this right about now. But uh, then the last thing I heard was you got some Arsenal fans as well. But it sounds like you got several. Uh, guys who who like different clubs over and uh, over in the UK. And yeah, Max, you- one of my questions, um, I guess, more to kind of bring it back to you know Inner Miami down here is I, I'm more or less curious on. You said that you've been involved with you know the infrastructure of the program since 2014. Like, what were some of those steps here in you know the previous five years that kind of helped this whole project come to? you know, to, to be what it is today and ultimately what it's going to be, which is, you know, the inner Miami soccer team down here in Miami. Like what were some of those steps behind the scenes that maybe the people weren't seeing? Well, a lot of, well, a lot of 
the thing is that at the beginning was a lot of excitement, a lot of buzz because like it, we were told, Hey, we have an MLS team now. Like it's coming. Yeah. Like yeah. David ne- announced it. MLS said it's coming. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Oh, all you need is a stadium. Right. So we're mm-hmm. thinking, okay, like we're going to get a stadium and, and we'll play maybe somewhere else for the time being while they build it. And, and we'll be playing in two or three years. Right. We're, we're that's what everybody thought. That's what the feel like. If you would have told me that day mm-hmm. at the Perez Art Museum that it would have t- it would have taken this long and it would still not be playing, this team would not be playing yet, I would have been like, I would have laughed in your face, um, <laughs> because of like the attention of the media that day, the the government support, everybody yep. that was there, like it just felt like this is day one of our club's history. Yeah, that's what no, it felt. Love it. Yeah, um, the group back then, uh, like we were all like we were literally operating under the auspices of we're gonna have a stadium in the near future. We're gonna have a team beforehand playing somewhere else, maybe FIU, maybe Hard Rock St- or what it was, Dolphin Stadium back then or whatever. It was. Sun Life or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, yeah that, that, that's Rocket how you. That's how long ago it was. It was like maybe one or two different names back. Yeah. Or, or maybe or playing at Marlins Park or something. Uh, the first thing around uh, supporting this club was getting the stadium site. Mm-hmm. We originally were at the Port of Miami. And then it was like, okay, we're all in on that one. Let's support it. Then we went to the the uh, uh, Biscayne Bay uh, location next to the AAA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We said, hey, yeah, that's that's great too. Then obviously we moved from there to the Marlins Park location next to Marlins Park. We're like, okay, yeah, let, like that's mm-hmm. fine too, guys. Let's let's get this done. And then they were like, no, 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 we're gonna go to Overtown. And we're like, okay, <laughs> that's that's fine. All these uh, that works too. Like it was just a lot of like, they a lot of talk, and it was a lot of like, when is this gonna happen? Is this? Yeah. And then eventually got to the point is like, is this gonna happen? Like. Cause it, we were now talking year three, year four, and it was like, what mm-hmm. is going on? That anticipation. It sucks. Yeah, I just too. think, I just think yeah, it's, it's been a rude awakening. I think for everyone, I, honestly, just like how long it takes to, to go scout a location, go through all the, the legalities, and and then actually, you know, get stuff rolling. I think they've had several hiccups with that. And I'm kind of, you know, want to ask you, like, what do you think the chances are? Because some people think there's a chance that it stays up in Fort Lauderdale, and some people think that it will be down in Miami. What What are your thoughts on all that? I find it highly likely that it will be in Miami. I'm talking because the thing is that we have gotten this far. They've spent so much money working on finding a site. Mind you, people, I think people forget. They do actually forget this. We have the Overtown site. We have secured the entire site. Good point. The team actually has permits to build a stadium there mm-hmm. if needed, if wanted. Like it's there's not a question of it's going to be in Miami. Now, the Mel Reese thing, the Mel Reese site also it's one of those things where it's like they have crossed off all the boxes when it comes to they got the vote done, then they then they're like then they got the first tee relocated like they've done all the other things and then they're also operating on this tour basically going around to like different community centers different meeting places different industry like different like business groups and professional groups talking about the 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 site as if it's already already a reality so i think we're getting to a point where like yeah there's a lot of people are like oh it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen but 
this team operates as if it is happening and they're under the the while it may take some time to like obviously get the permits get the land and everything it's going to happen now yeah. will now i obviously if it's two years from now like jorge Massa said awesome amazing fantastic but we know how how things are sometimes and it may take a little while longer on the same token if we're gonna have a temporary site there aren't many places better than lockhart stadium i used to uh intern for the strikers back in the day mm. um the site wasn't awesome. much then but yeah yeah but what they're making it into now uh is awesome and what i think is going to be a, really awesome is that this team is going to go from being just miami's team to being south florida's team and Couldn't as someone who, yeah and as someone who used to work in sports down here i can mm-hmm. tell you that depending on which team you're talking about different audiences uh correspond to them differently like if you ask most people the Dolphins are much more of a Broward, Palm Beach-leaning kind of organization, especially yeah. in the fact that a lot of most of their season ticket holders are from there, and their and their operations were up there until recently, like with their new training facility next to the stadium and everything. The Panthers, obviously, Sunrise, Broward County, all that, and then <clears> the Marlins and he are obviously down here in Miami, and they're much more leaning towards or trying to at least be more of a Miami-centric thing. We're now with Inter Miami being this organization that no matter what happens is going to have offices in Miami Dade, a training center, training center in Broward, and then a, a stadium in the center of Miami Dade. Like it's going to be really South Florida's club, and I'm really excited that it's going to be something that everybody in the region can come together. No, I agree. And I, th- I think that it actually starting out in, in kind of the Oakland Park, Fort Lauderdale area initially will be good because we'll be able to it's, it's an easy it's an easy kind of middle ground between Miami and West Palm. So I think we'll be able to kind of grow a solid fan base over those those first at least two, I think probably closer to three initial years before you know it, it it does relocate well yeah you're kind of capturing some of the northern you know areas of the tri-county area and then moving it down to miami where you know some of the people up north maybe get attracted that they you know maybe maybe hadn't had the opportunity before in the in the past and you know i think max those are all very good points and i kind of want to kind of go back to more or less talking about siege a bit here you know kind of mm-hmm. You know, learning a little bit more about Siege, you know, obviously there's three awesome support groups out there for the Inner Miami Club. And I guess more or less, you know, why, why would someone, you know, who may be up in the air, maybe, you know, considering joining one of these groups, you know, prefer or, you know, maybe really highly consider Siege over the others? Well, the thing about the Siege is that, like, like I said, we're, we're not we don't fit one mold. We don't fit just one way of doing things. I, I feel like. Like Miami is sometimes stereotyped as a city that only like it's all about nightlife and beaches and like fun, 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 fun. But it's actually like it's a working class city. It's a city that a lot of people are not just one thing. They they may be like their families may be from one country, but like they also really love like things like American football or they love basketball and they they love being from Miami. They love being about Miami. Um, I think also the fact that we we are so in for this club like this club is the most important thing to us obviously like the siege is important but like in the end we are here to support inter miami Mm -hmm. we are here to make inter miami games the most 
intimidating environment in MLS make the event of going to an Inter-Miami game as fun as possible because obviously Miami's an event town. Miami's about where's the next party, where's the next, uh, like, where's the next hotspot. If we make somebody say, hey, I want to go spend the day with the the Siege and go watch Inter-Miami like we've succeeded in what we are aiming to do, whether it be a home game, uh, an away game watch party, or an away game trip, like, we want it to be that someone says, hey, these guys are awesome and they're really inviting and they're really welcoming. And I feel like one of them and part of something more than just a fan. I want to be part of something like, like an actual movement. And that's what we feel as a, as a supporters group is what we're here to do. Yeah. So, I mean, just kind of like piggybacking off that. I mean, what kind of, what kind of events do you guys have going on in the community right now? Or do you guys host, um, yeah, maybe it's like a soccer coming. tournament, but you know, kind yeah. of. Well, what things do you do more? Where can we go out and meet some of you folks, and you know, obviously put a face to the name? Well, uh, just this past Saturday, we had an event at American Social, our home bar in Brickell. Awesome. And, um, yeah, we we basically took over the front uh, patio area. Bill Knowles, um, it's FSU bar. I will say that. And I will say Gold Nose as well, my friend. Ah, there we go. There we oh, go. God. Suck it up. There we go. Oh, God. We, you know, <laughs> funny enough, we haven't had any listeners in Tallahassee, but, you know, it's fine. We <laughs> actually have... We actually have uh, Don't listen to him. I'm just sorry. Sorry, throw shade. We have a chapter uh, uh, starting there uh, soon. We have chapters actually all over the state. And we actually have some, an interna- we have an international chapter in France. We actually have a lot of members in France. Like, oh. about... Yeah, like it's up to 30, 40 people. That's um, impressive. That would probably explain that, why we're getting listeners like in in Europe and like you know we're only in the infancy really of this podcast. I, there must be a lot of people that are excited about this team. It's crazy, actually. Like the club uh, has spoken about like getting people, messaging them from all over the world. They I constantly see on Twitter they tell people, hey, like you can buy our gear and get it shipped to you because people want to know about this club. Obviously David Beckham being part owner makes a huge difference. That that gets it to a huge uh, global audience. But Miami is, if you're, if you're talking to someone from outside the United States, when they ask, when you ask them about American cities, Miami's Mm going to be probably in the top three. Oh yeah. New York and LA. Like people come to Miami to, to vacation, to party and everything. And the fact that like, we never had a top flight football club. Pro- uh, probably was a major mistake in the long r- run of MLS. But uh, I think that's being rectified now. And I, and a lot of people are really excited. A lot of people have already said, like, this is my MLS club. This is my American club. We're going to um, – I know for a fact that M- MLS sees Inter-Miami as part of their strategy of really spreading its wings globally um, in terms of TV pa- uh, deals and marketing and promotions it's like hey like obviously lafc has done a great job the new york clubs are always going to be important and then you'll get like the like the the shining stars like portland and seattle with their amazing crowds like miami's part of that that great mosaic that they want to present to the rest of the world no definitely i i would love to see us be able to compete with with a lot of these international clubs you know like being one of the because there are so many just prolific european clubs that can compete with any team you know, in the world. Now yeah. the MLS doesn't really, you know, have that per se, or not the consistency that some of these European clubs have, but I would love to be able to see, especially with the influence that Beckham has really kind of bring this up and be some that could compete with some major clubs in Europe. I mean, it'd be really, really cool. 
Oh, but honestly, man, we got to start like if, if, if into Miami and MLS wants to start growing, the first thing to do is, is you got to be the best in your continent. Like we yep. got to start beating mm-hmm. the Mexican clubs. And then from mm-hmm. there, it's like, may, then you beat the South American clubs and then you can start having that argument. But I think it's tough with the structure is, of the MLS though and the salary cap, but you know, things hopefully. are changing though. I think the new, CBA, the new CBA um, and clubs like LAFC coming in and into Miami, obviously, and Atlanta coming in and saying, Hey, like this has to change because we want, we, we're not, we're, we're not okay with the, we've got to compete. We've got to compete. And it's, and it's making the other clubs uh, change themselves too. Like Chicago just announced today, they officially moved to soldier field in downtown Chicago, getting out of the suburbs. Philadelphia is potentially trying to get out of the suburbs. So like trying to get really more serious about, like each club is going to be is 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 really great for the league as a whole and then Miami's part of that effort and if I don't know how if you guys have spoken to someone from the club like they operate like as professional a team as you can ever meet like yeah. their offices are really really dope they're uh in Coral Gables uh like really great location uh the guys they've hired to run the club on a business and a football side have been amazing. Paul McDonough, we we've met personally. The guy knows his football. Like it is 100% what that man, 100%. What that man knows. I'm very um, happy so the, he's the one kind of this is a third expansion, but I'd really think that Miami is the prime location because we do have so many people that come from South America or, or you know, of Latin descent and they're very interested in and they love soccer. You know, like it's it's harder for I think like MLS and American soccer in general, you know, typically the majority of people don't really start tuning in or caring about soccer unless it's like the world cup and they're watching, you know, the, 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 you know, U S national men's team, but you know, we're in a prime location where everyone's going to be really excited about soccer. It's tough, obviously when Americans love football and basketball and baseball kind of as their primary sports, but now we're starting to see soccer really kind of nudge its way up there and get, you know, bigger and bigger following. So it's definitely going to be exciting times ahead. But this is like a prime location for a team to come out and just have tons of support and, and tons of desire to be good. Yeah, I think uh, I think you've had two things happen um, in in the time since the fusion folded. Um, you've had two things happen. You've had the growth of American soccer, American soccer, where the league has grown and also like the national team and. And you th- you see things like like what is going on with Kristen Pulisic at Chelsea, like making yeah. like Sports Center. It's like hey, like people care about this. And then Miami itself has grown as a city, where it's becoming ever more diverse. Where you're getting those true football loving cultures from South America, from Central America, um, coming in, and obviously from Europe, moving in here, living here, grow and growing up here. That now it's like okay. Now it's time for us to say, hey, we have a club of our own that that will be competing and it's going to be something it's going to be something special. Um, yeah. Obviously, I've been waiting for this for a very long time. Yeah, um, yeah. sounds like it. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. And I will say, though, like with with everything that, that has happened since the Moss family came in, um, everything they've done, adding that true Miami connection it, and and meeting them when you meet them you really understand where they're coming from of like what they want to do with this club it, it's going to be something truly special and we're really like right now like obviously we're MLS playoff time like it, the season's winding down we're ready for March like 
Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm sure a yeah. lot of fan bases. Yeah. Uh, a lot of fan bases, and especially the one from that city up the north. The buzz is uh, real. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, we're gonna get to of, some 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 uh, detractors from uh, from Central Florida. You know, I think they're gonna they're gonna start following the the real MLS team of Florida. I don't won't be, I would not be surprised if that happens. They, <laughs> they, they're a suffering. They're a suffering group up there. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, it's gonna be interesting with them. But uh, personally, the siege. What we're really excited about is Atlanta. We actually mm-hmm. have a lot of friends mm-hmm. amongst the Atlanta fan yes. base. Uh, yeah. for, That's my pick. Uh, former, my me- pick. yeah, former members uh, who moved up there. People we've gotten in contact with. We actually had a member of one of their supporters who come out to our event on Saturday. Uh, she was she was really great. Um, and and that rivalry is going to be something special because it's going to be more of a competitive rivalry in the sense of like both our clubs, uh, while not like geographically close are going to be competitively close at all times. Like it's always going to be a benchmark mark thing where it's like, Hey, Atlanta's won this. Now we got to win it. And we've won that. Now they're going to try to win it and catch up with us and that kind of thing. And that's going to be really exciting. Yeah. Couldn't agree more with you. And I always have a question. I like to ask people, what's your favorite tailgate food? Ooh, I know that's out of all questions. This is the tough one. Okay. I got two. I got all right. All right. Non non sauce. Yeah, hip, non sauce. And Season. Jalapeno poppers. Woo! There you he go. said chicken wings and jalapeno poppers. Well, I'm, I'm always down with jalapeno poppers. I, mean, I, had, I had a pepper farm with like 14 woo! different hot peppers, and <laughs> I'm all about it. And if you want to share some hot peppers and chicken wings with Max, where where can we where can we tell the listeners where they can reach out to you, where to get a little bit more information on the siege and all where that good join stuff the yeah, yeah. Where, like, if they want to join process? after this uh yeah uh, all of our, our our social media handles are siege miami or siege underscore miami our website is siege miami.com it's very straightforward um we've been shared by the team like you can go on the team's website go to supporters we're at the top of the list awesome um, and you can find all our information there and and yeah and also if anybody hasn't done so buy your season tickets uh buy your miami tickets See, uh, in the supporters section, say, um, in you'll get a chance when you do that, you get to select which club you want to be part of in the grand scheme of things. Say you're part of the siege, and we have a rule like there are paid memberships, there are there are gear levels, but we have a saying that if you want to be in the siege, you already are in the siege. So anybody who who listens to this and is interested, like welcome, and we're excited to have you. Love it, love it, Max. Well, that that's an awesome. It's an awesome overview of Siege. Love having you on the pod here this afternoon. And, you know, thank you for joining us. Um, you know, you heard it from Max himself, you know, where to reach him, what the what, what the support group's all about, and, you know, some awesome, awesome information behind the scenes that we hadn't yet brought you. So, you know, Max, thanks for joining the pod here this afternoon. Thank you, guys. Have a great one. You, you as well, well, bud. You as well. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. There it is. Is that a folks? That is a folks. I, I, I can throw out a folks. Whoa. I'm from, I'm from the South. That's fine. Yeah, we were just both at Oktoberfest uh, here this last weekend over in, uh, was it Oakland Park? Yeah. Down here in Fort Lauderdale. Not far from the stadium. Oh, fun time. Uh, well, you missed it, but better off next time. That's fine, though. But uh, you shout out, Max. Thank you so much. Uh, Max has been uh, just a very active member on, on Facebook and, and the Siege, but uh, it seems like he's always providing some some. Some great good dude. input. Great Some... dude. If you don't yeah. know who he is, then you're about to get to know him, which is why you're listening. Yeah, yeah. So we appreciate the time. Uh, we will be getting into 
the other support groups in the following episodes. We will get all those lined up for you. But yeah, what do we have next? On the map, we have the Southern Legion coming up, and then we have Vice City following that. Um, yeah. Pretty stoked about both of those, as well as the Siege today. Yeah, no, I, I think it's good. And again, our goal is to, we're trying to stay as unbiased as, as possible. All three groups have reached out to us, or, or, or in some capacity, and I'll tell you what, they, they all seem like really, really cool dudes. I mean, I, you know, and I mean, I'm sure cool, cool gals out there as well, but, you know, it's uh, it's it's kind of tough to stay, uh, you know, unbiased. They've been inviting us to different events and, and whatnot, but we're trying to just ask the questions and let you guys make a decision for which one would make the most sense for you. So yeah. stay tuned to the other episodes. We'll be getting into that kind of a three part trinity, if you will, uh, and really trinity sm- series, small series, small series, yeah, the trinity support yeah. group, small series, yeah. Okay, great. No. <laughs> <laughs> and really, I mean, I think the, the only you know other piece of news, and it's, it hasn't really been that long since the uh, the previous episode, so not too much news has developed. I, I think as far as player rumors go, you know, we're still kind of waiting to see what's happening with Cavani, what's happening with There's Silva. Some dominoes to drop. Yeah, we're, we're not wanting to jinx anything. Everyone's kind of you know fingers crossed that, that we can get that. Uh, there was, however, a, a keeper that came out. Uh, Renzo Rodriguez, uh, Baccio, Baccio, I'm probably butchering that. I am sorry, Renzo. Uh, and he <laughs> plays with that. Independiente Avellaneda, also probably butchering that. But, hey, what can you do? But he expressed his interest in going to the MLS. Uh, specifically, he would love to play at Inter-Miami. It's, it's just a good transition from That's South America. Why, why the hell wouldn't you want to come and join Inter-Miami? That's true. That's true. Crazy. He would love for, for a chance to Five people to learn. in Germany listening to this podcast thinking crazy. They, there are people in Germany. There are people in Finland are. listening to it. Lithuania. Uh, not yet. Hopefully one day. One day. We'll, we'll work our way out to it. But, uh, but Renzo Rodriguez still has two more years on his contract. Uh, but again, he's told his managers, hey, I want to go to the MLS. I want to go to Inter. I want to go to Miami. I want to hang out with David Beckham. Which is amazing. Uh, yeah, I would. <laughs> I think anybody in the right <laughs> mind would. Um you know, we're going to keep growing this hype, and it's going to be great. I'm telling you, we're going to come out. It's going to be swaggy. It's going to be a swaggy time to be down in South Florida. Gangbusters. Yep, um, yep. Yeah. Uh, super stoked. Super stoked. Uh, with that, I mean, that's pretty much what we have right now. Again, we'll uh, we'll be back soon with more news. As always, it's, uh, it's me, Jay. And me, Alex, uh, catch us at Inner Miami Podcast on Instagram or drop us a line at J and Alex at Inner Miami Podcast. Podcast.com, yeah. .com. <laughs> or Inner Miami Podcast at gmail.com. Okay. okay, we're going to stick with the J and Alex at Inner Miami Podcast. Or just Podcast. hit us up on Instagram. Like, just, just be. Just, just DM. Just, just DM that. us. Yeah, there you go. It's Don't not slide, an instant message, just a slide, DM. Slide, and slide in. Slide. slide in so hard. Jay's, this is the first time Jay has had an Instagram, which is great because I've been trying to get him on this thing for about four years so now. So it was like, so many of my friends have been trying to get me on this, and I just dang. like, I, I, dude, I'm, bro, one one is already too much, and then that Iranian hacker Whoa. stole my... Wait, uh, what? An Iranian hacker? Yeah, I got it on my Facebook, so now I had to make a new Facebook. Oh, no. I was about to be like, yo, I'm done. I'll just go to Instagram at this point. What? I mean, like... We, like, if I got to rebuild it, I might as well just fucking, like, you know, like, update it. Just get into Instagram. Deal with your yeah. Iranian hackers somewhere else, man. Well, now I have an Instagram, so it's fine. Yeah, Jay is helping out on the IG. Uh, yeah, drop us uh, your DMs and shoot us a follow. We're going to be bringing it to you guys live all the time. Yeah, that's, uh, that's all. Until next time, guys. 
Thanks very much for listening. We'll be back. Adios.